0: You did. Yeah. Did. Um, <laughs> dumb film, dumb about. It was just dumb in general. Every Damn. every character is dumb. F- <laughs> <laughs> the ending God. is fucking ridiculous. Oh, I hated it. No payoff. Get fucked. What a waste of we time. We have
1: got a a far to the left, a far to the right, and a bang in the middle. How good is that?
0: play DLC podcast Australia's juiciest gaming podcast I am Zach Jackson joined by the beautiful James Wood hello Adam Ryan hello so beautiful but a little bit oh Jesus and Nathan
2: Hennessy yeah I guess yeah all right does Nathan get a shrug is
1: that what just happened (laughs) beautiful (laughs) not as beautiful and a shrug
0: (sighs) no you're all beautiful you're all beautiful to me my children Love heart. Oh, thanks, thanks, mate. <laughs> Hello, worries. How are we all today on this beautiful Tuesday? Kind of cold.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah right. Not
4: loving it. That's all.
1: That's it.
2: We're all cold.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all <right>. Cold, tired. <laughs> I actually think it's it's not a not
0: a not a bad temp here in uh, in Vic in yeah, Melbourne.
2: Pretty pretty cozy at the moment. A little, little bit of humidity to warm thy mm. loins. Mm. Interesting. Any clowns this week? Nah, uh, mate. Nah, not yet. Correct me Correct if I'm me. wrong, Nathan. I, I think I've the still, cold's driven him away, bud.
1: I've, I've only mm. seen you get rinsed about this clown thing, and I'm pretty sure it's exclusive to you, because everyone else that has been like, no, I live in Melbourne, bullshit, no clowns. What's happening, mate? Nah,
0: it's a thing, bro. Like,
1: Is it, though? I'm yeah. not so sure.
2: Come up northern suburbs. I'll I'll show you a good time. That
1: sounds like (laughs) a clown threat to me. Show you some clowns in
2: traffic.
0: (laughs) eh? All right. Well, let's uh, get straight into it. We've got a little bit to talk about this week. Not a huge amount, but a little bit. A little bit of an interesting chatter that should be had. But let's talk about what we've been playing. Adam, I want to start with you because I feel like you've got real something really, really good to say. Do I? Nope, you probably don't. It's just probably, feeling. <laughs> probably been in Ross. <laughs> I've not been in
1: Ross, but I've not been playing a great deal of anything um, that week. doesn't involve a table. So just board games for me this week, predominantly. And mostly ones that I think we've talked about on the podcast before. Maybe not. I played Clank, which I know that Nathan is all about. <laughs> it's just like a little dungeon crawler that you just, you dive in, grab a whole bunch of loot and try to get out before you get killed by a dragon that more or less is just a whole bunch of little cubes in a bag. And if uh, enough of your colored cubes come out, you're dead. So you need to make sure you're not too greedy, but greedy enough to win. And I did win. And it's the first time I've won Clank and I was very excited about it.
2: It's basically just, yeah, I don't win much, but it's basically just like the, uh, the Smaug heist from the second Hobbit film. Just yeah. To get from- in, steal treasure without waking the dragon. The dragon wakes up. You better fucking be out before it comes and bot your ass
1: pretty much it's a grand old time it's a test your luck and i never have much luck so this was a a one in a million chance of me actually winning so i am never going to play the game again that's it
2: ending nice. on a high note yeah mate. i always always died just after making it to the surface
1: uh yeah, yeah. i so i did so i died far. yeah i died getting to the surface but still Got enough points to to get through. I had a one of uh, the guys playing got to the last space just before he made it to the surface to where he was safe and Ooh. then died. A bit bit heartbreaking.
2: One with no plunder or lost nah. with no plunder. Yeah, rough.
0: Hmm, exciting. James, what have you been playing, my friend?
4: Uh not a huge amount. You're going to hate it, but I have been playing a fair bit of Fortnite um they have added the attack on titan like steampunk uh projectile machines that they were on their hips to fly around that that world um mm-hmm. it's shockingly well included it's the same thing as like the spider-man flipping that they added uh back when that movie was happening um i feel like anytime they let you fuck around with how you traverse the map um they tend to land on on gold um <clears throat> so that's been really fun and i'm like half an hour away from beating uh, A Space for the Unbound, which I'm going to save my thoughts on until I I see the end, but it is a very interesting little game.
0: Okay.
2: Nice.
0: Nathan, how about you? Good sir.
2: Toiled away at Code Veronica X for a lot more. Like I made it to what I would say is probably the final hours. And as much as I enjoy it for, you know, faithfully continuing the old school resi formula of basically the world that you inhabit is itself a puzzle and every inch forward requires some kind of problem solving to some extent, whether it's resource management or, you know, figuring out where to get a key or some logic puzzle. It's all, it's all brilliant in that regard. Not loving the fact that it seems to be, or or rather, as I've almost finished it, I've only encountered one boss and it's a piece of shit and I've rage quit the game uh yeah I basically hit a point and this is a this is something that folks from the early like ps2 ps1 days will, will recall I've effectively gotten to a boss area where the game won't let me sort of go back to any earlier spots to find any ammo or health or anything so you're basically stuck with what you've got to fight a boss, and what do I have? I have a big fat zero in terms of ammo, offensive capabilities, everything. The game has locked me in a boss fight with no ammo and basically nothing or no chance of beating this boss except by pure luck, and April has sat me, watched me sit down and like try and get past this thing easily a couple of dozen times now, and I've just gone nuts. Nah. Because I've looked online to try and find solutions, and they're all like, yeah, you're going to need a bit of ammo for this one. I've got no ammo. I've got no previous saves, so I'm fucked.
1: Oh, I was going to ask was, if uh, you could had a, a fallback. That's unfortunate.
2: Nah, nah, the game's just shuffled me up shit city and uh, didn't prepare me for it at all. And I'm not very happy about that. So, um, what was a tolerably alright game? I mean, it's still archaic as fuck. Has kind of left me a little high and dry, but until that point, I would happily say it was the Resident Evil Three I would have wanted, because you, know, Three kind of felt like two point five. But yeah,
0: you still on the bandwagon that you want it remade?
2: Absolutely, hundred percent. Yep, oh. I think it, they could do some really cool stuff with that. It's one of the just outright weirdest Resident Evils I've played, if not the weirdest. Just what it does with some of its characters. Um, there's some stuff there that is a bit questionable regarding like trans identity, surprisingly. Don't know how they would go about translating that, but I think it needs, it needs a translation because it's, it's definitely old in more ways than just gameplay and visuals.
4: Mm. That could be kind of exciting though, right? The, Cause like, I feel like in remaking four, you almost feel religiously obligated to recreate that game sort of mostly the way that it was because everyone loves it as much as they do but yeah. you take code veronica which just, either nobody's played or people that have played it are kind of like this is a strange one like you could do kind of whatever you want with do that, it from the ground be, up yeah absolutely yeah, exactly.
2: just something completely like familiar but different yeah like like kind mm-hmm. of what they did with two just keep some some notable landmarks and just redo everything else that'd be mad yeah i'd yeah. one absolutely
4: I'll be totally honest. There's a small part of me that has been considering already invoking my "Can I swap this game out of my pledge list?" because of the controls. Uh, they are far more of a hurdle than I thought they would be. Um, it's it's a lot.
2: Which game is on your pledge list that you're a little bit nervous about?
4: Uh, Code Veronica. Oh,
2: that is on your pledge list. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're going to know the boss when you get to it. Yeah,
4: good mm, fun. I'm going to give myself a couple more weeks, but uh, I, I don't know. I might try to find like another piece of shit ps2 game to put in there instead
2: yeah the the controls are rough but as i say i was was a little bit more comfortable with them having recently played the old silent hills
0: Mm -hmm. all righty very nice are you playing anything zach i play okay i started uh dead space the remake Ah. yeah i'm really really liking it too it's been a long time since i played those games i think it was definitely the yeah it was, was PS three era that I did play them because uh, um, I know that I did play a few games when the PS four came out but I think I, I got on that one very very late uh, towards towards the end of the generation but yeah very very cool very good so far the atmosphere is excellent um, was this one of your just, pledge games no nah, it's just
2: because I want to I'm still very positive on my experience with that, having played it recently. I It took everything in me not to just... And I don't new Game Plus games, but that was when I was very close to new Game Plusing. Like, mm. I just wanted to jump straight back in because I had such a great time with it.
0: Yeah, I'm really... The the sound design is phenomenal. Oh, mm.
2: The everything in design, design game, is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just... It really does make you wonder that seeing that game, like, well, like me playing it, but it's just seeing... The reception of it and why they fucking closed down Visceral Games to begin with. Like, just. I mean, like, we know why, but, you know, they didn't think that story games were, were a thing anymore. Yeah. It's all about. It's all about. It's a very
4: different EA than the one we're currently dealing with. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah, very, very sad that they got shut down. But, um, no, enjoying it. So, far. I only play like 40 minutes or 45 minutes. Of that and I... That's it. But in in doing so, uh, I've actually been in discussion with uh, big old Buddy Watson who's hooked me up with a very cheap copy of the Callisto Protocol. No. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: a part of Come me is still man. curious to at least try <laughs> the thing.
0: Yeah, but, you know, like it's, it's cheap, cheap, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, I could be doing far worse things with... You still have
4: to pay in your time, though. I
0: know, but I'm just curious, you know. Yeah. You know me. I'm a a curious lad. Um, (laughs) I also bought copies of uh, The Last Us Part 2 just because I wanted a a physical copy and same with RE2. I actually own the the remake of that um, review codes, eh? But I thought, you know, Mm. on the off chance that the licenses die at some stage, you know, at least I'll still have this to show my future grandchild.
2: I mean they are there are a good couple of essential titles.
0: Yeah, are, are. Uh, yeah. that's pretty much me because I've been wrapped up in another big game. So do we want to go talk in, go straight into this?
2: Take it away. Let's do it.
0: Well, I have been playing Dead Island 2. Ooh. Um There you go. Yeah, uh, nice. no. So uh, yeah. I mean, I I spoke about it a few weeks ago with my preview. I was pretty relatively warm on it, Um, and the same thing here. Like, uh, it's it is what it is. Uh, It's just more Dead Island. You know what I mean? And that's not should smack that not necessarily. It is what it is. (laughs) Um, I think they they being damn buster, they achieve everything that they wanted to to achieve with this game and. And that's not to discredit them or to say that they haven't set their sights that high, but you know, but they wanted to make a dumb action zombie slasher game, um, and and they've done that. Uh, it's certainly not perfect. There are some issues that we we'll, that will discuss, uh, but for the most part, I think it's a solid action title. It's about twelve. Well, I did actually put up an interview with director uh, James Worrell. I think is his name. Uh, and he quotes it's about 15 to 20 hours or something like that. And my playthrough would have been about that. And that was – I'm assuming that was with some of the side quests. I only did like two or three of the side quests because I kind of was starting to run out of time. I just had to kind of make a beeline for the for the credits. But um, some of the side quests are actually not too bad. I don't know how much – because, Nathan, how far have you played into it? How many hours so roughly? So if,
2: if I can mm. – I'm within two hours, so early okay. on, but to give you an idea without spoiling it, I have passed the hotel at the start.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Um, that was a cool little level too.
2: It was. It's, the game yeah. makes an, outst- in my opinion, for what is a Dead Space sequel, makes an outstanding first impression. Hmm.
0: So in this game, uh, you it is set in Los Angeles or Dan Busters take on Los Angeles, which uh, in my interview I actually asked them about their design of the city, and they said uh, that it, it is more a uh, recreation of the postcard locations or, or something to that to that effect, rather than a one one to one rebuild of the city itself. You know they just got to take iconic parts of the city and they've kind of you know, made it in into this game. And it's also a semi-open world game. It's not like a fully open world. They're more like open levels, I, I guess. It's, yeah, open zones, which I actually think is a really good idea. I think it works tremendously well for this game. Cause, I do too. Um, I'm just trying to scroll through where, I'm, where I talk about it. But... Uh, but like I, I feel like you don't get that slog feeling that you get with like open world games where you're moving from one mission to another and you kind of, like in Red Dead, for example, that's the thing. One thing that bogged that game down for, for me was just getting on a fucking horse for the 150th time and riding to another town. And it's like, mate, just fucking be there. Just be there already. Like, um, so here, like, you know, you, you kind of go to an area or a zone where your missions are going to be and then you move to another area. I know that sounds like all games, right? But all the missions or objectives that you'll be doing in that area, kind of within close proximity of one another, there's not like a lot of time where you're wasting moving between um, objectives. So it's pretty good in that regard. And and it makes it feel quite like a quite little tight uh, area and quite a dense area too. Like it's it's packed with details. And so in one of the areas that you would have, been playing james uh, james uh nathan you're in bel-air and there's all like those swanky houses and and whatnot and and it's yeah it feels very yeah yeah, like it feels very lived in and you know it doesn't just feel like it's a copy and paste job of of you know like what, what you kind of get with some open world games where exactly
2: it's thing and things aren't just like placed for the sake of being there there's actually some pretty conscious like placement of Objects and details. It actually feels like there's some environmental storytelling at play. It doesn't feel like just open world bloat. Like you'll see, you know, dilapidated cars and stuff that are clearly, it's it doesn't make sense to see it, but they're there because they belong there. Nothing, nothing seems out of place.
0: Hmm. And there's like tons of shit. So if if you are one of those fiends who loves like your open world blow like there's tons of exploration that you can have in, in these little small areas. There's shitloads of loot, you're like there's loot for days, mate. So you'll be in heaven if that's what you're after. But uh, so the story, is, yeah, so set in LA, and you're you pick one of six characters. Who, who'd you go with, out of, out of interest, Nathan?
2: The cover guy, Jay, or whatever his name is, Jacob. Like, yeah, 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 Jacob. Yep. Um.
0: So yeah. So the six characters. You're in this plane basically, and you you pick from the six characters. Each character has their own. Uh, it's called like an in, innate skill, which is, I think it's a bit of a load of wank, because it doesn't really explain what it is. So, uh, so my character Ryan, who was the firefighter who I played in in the preview, his uh, innate skill, or basically his his focus, or his his key attribute was. Toughness, And the game never explains to you what these key attributes really mean. It's just sort of implied by these skill cards that you get that are unique to your character. So I'm um, just trying to find my screenshot that I took of the skill card. Can't find it. Classic shout outs to me. Um, so here Ryan is his innate skills, which are the kind of the skill cards that you uh, get when you start. His is a moderate force boost when using block or or dodging an attack. And his other one is uh, the ability to regain health when he knocks down a zombie. And you kind of go through your attributes here, you know, toughness is five stars or five, whatever, you know, five out of five, stamina is three, all that sort of stuff. But it never kind of explains how that plays out. Like like what, is, what does toughness generally mean? Like, like you kind of... No, know, from knowing yeah. what is. What's a force boost? Like I don't yeah. even know what that is. So yeah, so there's things like um, and we're gonna touch on the skill cards instead because I think it's a fucking rubbish edition I think it's not fleshed out completely. Uh, like mm. properly. It's ve- it's a, it's a cool idea, but it feels very gimmick. Correct. Um, but yeah, so the story wise, you you pick your your character, your plane comes down, you get bitten, you discover you're immune, you go see a bunch of um survivors, then you discover that uh, you know or you want to try and make use of your immunity to help create a vaccine and that's basically your you know your goal right is you're on this mission to help make a vaccine Um, and that's pretty much the story It, it, it doesn't really go you know it's you've probably played or seen in films and stuff multiple versions of these of this kind of story where you know you're immune and you know um, but one thing I'd love about this game, and I, I should go into it in a little bit of detail here. There's a full-on paragraph to it in my review. I'm just trying to find it. But what I like about it is that this game is not serious. It, it's a it, it's a narrative premise. Oh, sorry. It's it, it's a premise that we've seen shitloads of times, right? And in the modern day, in like all the modern video game generation, I feel like these sorts of games are quite serious. Like, And we talk about like The Last of Us, right? You know, with... Uh, zombie outbreaks or, or you know stuff like that. Um, they're quite serious. They're designed to kind of make you feel these emotional you know, things you know by playing and doing sort of stuff. And I use The Last of Us here as an example but Dead Island 2 is very very far away from, from what The Last of Us is right. This is a game that is just purely just about fucking up zombies But basically. There's no like humans versus humans it's just going out and and zombie skulls uh, and that's why I, I quite like that that it doesn't take it doesn't take itself too seriously when it comes to the narrative um but the other side of that is that the combat has to do most of the heavy lifting and mostly it's pretty good uh it is fun it's visceral it's fucking intense there's this flesh system which you can see all body parts and stuff like that and it's full on there's gore every, you know gore for days mate like uh lots of tomato sauce scattered around the place uh oh,
2: but it's what delightfully gruesome probably best like physics we've seen or like zombie ra- like zombie like, dismemberment physics I've ever seen
0: yeah in, in terms of that that sort of stuff and like the detail and like the animations and stuff it's it's excellent and it, visually it looks incredible too this is a good looking game mm. um this is coming from the team that did homefront the, the revolution so
2: you wouldn't know it
0: just them um but uh, you know this looks great like this is definitely a triple A video game in that regard, you know. Um, but yeah, with the combat, it does – and I don't know, you probably might not have gotten to it yet, but you might – you maybe you, you will start to feel it, Nathan, but it becomes quite repetitive. What you've played in yeah. those first two hours is what you play in the last two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't it, – nothing sort of evolves from that. And there's no – this is where I feel like it's um, – It has these ideas, right? It has these mechanics, but it doesn't execute them in a way, I think, that keeps the combat fresh and stuff. So you've got your skill deck, right, which is a bunch of skill cards. So basically you have these four tiers. There's um, uh, Survivor, Slayer, there's one called Newman, and there's another one which I've forgotten what it's called. kind can't remember. Oh, it's just called Abilities. Uh, and so they're your four categories, right? And you build your uh, skill cards. You get like a shitload of different cards, right, as you go. And you basically uh, select four or five or three skill cards in each category. And they're your kind of – and it's 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 designed to be how you play, right? So it's down – you know, you're meant to choose cards that fit your play style. But they're all the same. Like Like they all kind of feel the same. They all kind of feel – like they don't really matter. Like uh, as you kind of said, Nathan, there's one that's like, it gives you a force boost and it's like, what does that even actually mean? Like, what does that actually do? There's one that, you know, there's shit like you that gives you like a stamina boost um, or like regen or health reboost. And, you know, they're pretty, they're quite obvious in like damage and stuff like that, but you can get a damage boost in abilities. You can get a damage boost in survivor. So what are they, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, so what are they actually, what is each category really doing? Like, um, one the one skill that I quite liked in Survivor was there's one that you can get where when you use a med kit it actually creates like a little small explosion and pushes like enemies away. I you know I found I found that one quite useful. Um,
2: that was actually one of my favourite things because I used to get gnawed on all the time in Dead yeah. like Dead Island one whenever you're trying to heal. This one actually forcibly pushes zombies mm. back when you're trying to heal. That in itself is a just a minor little godsend.
0: But, there, but there's so many of these cards that they just feel like I'm just picking what I, you know, the best cards from a pretty bang average bunch of cards. You know what I mean? Like yeah,
2: it's usually pretty
0: obvious. And then, you know, and there's all different variants on, on the same kind of thing, like you know, force boost, damage boost, or toughness boost. And it's like, well, they're all kind of doing the same thing. There, there, like, there are some that will build your fury meter. So your fury meter is basically when you um, activate your inner zombie or, yeah, and you just kind of go to town on all, all these people. It lasts for five, ten seconds or whatever it does. As you go along and, ki- and kill enemies and stuff, it kind of builds up that meter. And there are skill cards that uh, relate to that. So you can do like uh, like a power smash on the ground, for example. Um, and there's other things that you can do where if you do certain something in Fury mode, it like drains you, like, your health or... Stuff like that, right? So you got to kind of weigh up that, that balance. But I found that the skill cards were a bit disappointing. I, I thought this could be quite cool because uh, weapons, again, like it, it's it's all the same. Like you get, you know, a sword you get in the first hour is going to be the same as the sword that you get in, you know, right towards the end of the game. The only, the only difference is that the level of your character dictates yeah. the power, you know, all the damage and all the, Numbers the level. Numbers go up. Ca- yeah. You know, that's basically it. Like there's... There's no cool little spread out of, of uh, or no like weapons you get kind of later later on that kind of make you um, feel, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I can't remember what, what I'm talking about. But ba- basically like, yeah, all weapons kind of feel the same. Um, there's swords, hammers, mallets. You know, there, there's a shitload of options to have and you can modify them, right? There's, again, there's heaps of modifiers, but the, these are all the same as well. You get like rare impact, at um, enhancer things, like slaughter ones that, you know, again, that they give you like a damage boost or, you know, these make it a little bit lighter to carry, but it's like you're getting a damage boost from your, your blueprint. You get a damage boost from your skill card. So there's no real, I don't know, there's no real perk to them. They kind of just feel like it's just all it is is giving you more damage. Uh, there's nothing kind of cool. You, you can like, uh, make them, uh, electrified or make them ignite shit like that so you can but and there's enemies that are immune to those elemental kind of attacks. Um, but yeah I, I found the I just found the gameplay loop got very repetitive so in in that five hour preview I was I was kind of starting to feel it right um, and having to have to replay those first five hours on a different console um, by the time I got back to that same five hours where I was at, I was already like, this is kind of um like what's where's it go to from here? And it never it never takes that next step. Um for me. It's still fun and it's still, you know, I still get a joy out of drop drop kicking zombies off fucking bridges and off into, you know, piles of water and then, you know, setting them um on charge, uh, electrifying them, but it's just it's just dumb fun. Like like that's that's what, what this what this game is. Um
1: you may have already touched on it, but how long did it take you to hit credits?
0: So about, it took me about 15 to 20 hours. I don't know exactly, but it was, it was about that.
1: Do you think uh, if you I, weren't reviewing it, you would have seen the credits or do you reckon you would have bounced well before then?
0: Um, it would depend on if I had anything else to play. The answers, I mean, like I, I actually found the yeah. story decent. I didn't hate, the story, like it, it's not bad. she um, was, And some of the twists that they have I actually did quite like, and there's some characters that, that, that are quite enjoy enjoyable. It's just not the, you know, it's not what you're playing. You're not, you're not playing dead on to, to get a good narrative. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the, I think I, I call it a straight to DVD B grade like <laughs> action horror film basically. Like it's kind of, and then, you know, and they get that right. Like they, every aspect of that, kind of vibe that they're going for is you know it's a box ticked but none of it is it's it's good without being great kind of thing and there's some things that that like these skill trees Real, i think they they really could have used this or the skill cards sorry they could have used this to really just make it a a better game you know for to be
2: yeah it's uh it's dead island too yeah see that's like top to bottom it is what it is but Um, it's 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 uncanny man like the menus are the same the mm. like the radials the the controls are the same the uh abilities are the same like if you knock down an enemy you can curb stomp it in the head it's all like top to bottom dead on one which is aged now like that game must be like 15 years old and yeah
0: it it feels like an old game like it feels like an old Action game. So the, the this words had come out yeah. like
2: three years ago, I think people would probably be a little bit more favourable. But it does definitely like show a bit of its mechanical age.
0: Yeah, I just said that it uh, harkens back to an old to old action games of generations gone by, where eccentric combat is favoured over narrative depth. Right, and I say that the strengths lie within the combat, but it also is where its weaknesses are exposed. Yeah, um, because it relies on that combat on you know on that loop, but it never actually changes it up enough. Well, it never gives you really, really cool tools, you know, to, to really play with this sandbox that they've created. Um, it
2: doesn't really seem to have the ambition to rise above what Dead Island is anyway. It seems like the biggest ambition Dan Buster has is to recreate the Dead Island formula yeah. for modern audiences, and that's what they've done. Mm.
0: Look, yeah. look, I, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I think that's, that's where I'm going to land. Yeah. Um, I had fun. I will probably forget about it in two weeks.
1: I have one Uh, final question.
0: I did play before you asked the question because this might give you another question or it might even answer your question. Who knows? Um, I did actually play multiplayer uh, with someone and I didn't love it. Did not love it. Um, Talk us through that. This is actually a lot more story focused than... I was kind of expecting or at least me being invested in in the story and having someone else there just going around doing dumb shit was kind of like, I want to, you know, I don't want to do that. Um, the other side of that was that this person was actually far, was further along in the game than I was, right? So to give you an uh, understanding is I hadn't reached a point in the game where I had access to guns. This mm. person had access to guns. When this person came into my game, they, they brought all their, you know, their whole kit and caboodle with them, right? So we faced off a, a in a boss fight and we destroyed it in like less than like two minutes. And that boss fight took me a good five or so minutes playing by myself, like when I, or from what I can recall during the, like the preview, right? And I died a few times, um, like doing that boss fight. We just annihilated it. Um, so there's some weird balancing things and it makes sense that you'd bring in all your shit because the, the game probably can't doesn't have the capacity to block off what you don't have access to in the person's game so but I think if you're going to get the most out of multiplayer you'd probably have to be like hey let's play this game through together same so you kind of on, yeah. yeah so you kind of on the same page that that was it just wasn't like it wasn't a challenge like like, it was, it, it, like, you know, it was fun to do all that dumb shit with someone, but it just wasn't... Like, it didn't... Yeah.
2: So, Dying Light like 2 beats out Dead Island 2, by the sounds of it. I... Yeah,
0: I, th- I think so. I think so. Adam, your question.
1: Are there any fat bangers like, who do you voodoo, bitch?
0: No. <laughs> so, there's actually... Uh, there's actually some really cool enemy variety in, in in this game, this is something that it does do that is really that is. Wait, what? Is that he's, what you did? You hear? Did you hear a, you hear oh, a different right. question? I thought you meant like Fat Bangers is in like. <laughs> <laughs> fat,
1: fat fucking. I'm really, I'm stoked um, that you interpreted it that way. <laughs> but no, I'm talking about my boy Sam B and his fat beats.
0: He's in the game, but he, um, I don't recall him singing no.
2: Fucking Sorry. it's quite cool when he pops up because there's look, no reason I, for him to be in this game.
0: No, nah, when I think of um, for and 2, soundtrack, music, etc., is not really quite on the top Get the bin. 10 things,
1: you know.
2: Sound design, though, I would actually say the sound design is pretty damn good in, in what regard, of, in like the, the thwacking, yeah. for instance, like yeah. the <laughs> impact, but also like little things. Like, I was in a vent. I was, like, climbing through a ventilation shaft. And,
0: and you like the, the sound of it. Yeah, I did because it created <laughs> – there was an entire
2: echo scheme that played into, yeah, like, depending is, on your environments and stuff like that.
0: That part is cool. Um, I thought that the actual sound effects of being in the vent was a little bit laughable. But um, I do okay. quite like – like, you're right, like, where they, they're in certain areas and there's, like, echoes to them. Yeah, like, the voices are kind of –
2: or an, another one that I'll quickly mention is like when you're in like Bel Air and you're going through all the rich fuckers' houses, a lot of glass panelling in these houses. Motherfuckers love windows. If you like drag your face across the windows, you get that... Mm. Come on. That's great. Can't say that. Does sound that does sound pretty good, actually. Um, yeah.
0: I'll stay busy drop-kicking motherfuckers through them, mate. Um, but so enemies, right? So, yeah, there's a good variety. Uh, there's one enemy... I don't know if we've seen it in a it was in a, it was in the preview I did the first preview I did, but uh, basically it's called the Butcher. Uh, I don't know, I can't remember how many of these are from the actual original game, if any. Um, but this is a guy well a guy, but this is a enemy that is like um I wanna say Barack Obama, but that's not what I'm thinking of. What's the guy from Mortal Kombat. Baraka. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, with these fucking Sharpies. Um <laughs>
2: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so he, this, this this character is fucking difficult. Uh, he also regenerates. He goes around and eats like corpses in the ground and actually like reboots his health. Sneaky little fucker. Um, and there is one more thing I wanted to just talk about. Oh, the final boss fight can get fucked. Uh, this feels like artificially inflated, like the difficulty was. The actual boss itself is not difficult but there are like, I don't want to spoil it, but there's like, but it basically just overwhelms you with enemies and mm-hmm. not like, not like cheap, you know, cheap goons. These are difficult ones. Like there's a, there's one enemy. You might've met them, Nathan. It's a screamer. And basically if you're caught in the scream, it like slows you right down and just brings like all these others. Yeah. It's, um, the final boss fight was not fun. I didn't have a good time. Worse than, dying worse than light than dying tools. lights two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boy. That
2: one, that one bugged out. Um, so, but it was still like four stages of the same. I think it's yeah. fundamentally that, shit as well.
0: That that was just designed poorly. I mean, well, they're both kind of designed poorly, but this Sounds one is not like as it. long. Um, so, which brings me to the bugs. Now, you haven't probably you reckon it, it plays all right. Actually, it, it, it does play pretty well. Like the performance is quite good. Like. It's, I think it's 60 frames a second. I don't know what resolution it's going for. Maybe 1440p. I need like Jordan's bloody NVIDIA eye to come it, take a look at it. It fools me into um,
2: looking quite sexy. Yeah. And, and runs well.
0: Yeah, like it, it runs pretty well. Uh, but I did have some issues. So I had, there's a, there's a few bugs where many, many times in the world, like I will turn around and a zombie will just appear. Like, thank
2: you I want to mention that Yeah. We'll just, this we'll fucking just, happens all the time appear. the game has a fucking annoying habit of spawning hordes of zombies literally behind where the camera's facing
0: and it's also the opposite uh, it'll do the opposite like there was a zombie in the distance and I was running towards it and it fucking vanished catch you later yeah. uh, I'm out of here uh, other things I had some quest bug out like uh, there's a pretty intense fight at one stage and I uh, killed all the zombies and just nah, have to go do it again. Um I had one moment where I actually fought one of the butchers, booted it through this through a wall, um, and actually it fell through the earth and I was like, How good is that? Catch later, I walked around, then like 30 seconds later it like reappeared and fucked me up. Um <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, characters will also just well, I've shown you the video of the crossbow, like you've seen that video, right? It's in the Slack. I put the video in the, in the Slack, right? But basically, the character is half in the ground. So there's multiple times where characters are just half eaten by the by the world, right? So, um, yeah. Anyway, seven out of ten. The review will be up by the time you've. This will come out. Um, any any questions? Any thoughts? Any anything? No, I'm keen to play
1: it for yeah. what it is. Yeah, me too. Good bit of mindless who is fun.
0: Who's paying 80 bucks
2: for it? Oh, no,
1: but I'm keen to play
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally opposed to it simply because how well it is running on the PS5. Okay. I
3: actually
0: think it's I think it's a pretty fair price given the current pricing of, of games. Correct. $79 is, is decent. I think for if you're wanting this kind of experience, I think you're going to have a good time. I think you're in for in fact you might even be in for a great time um i just needed a bit more yeah i just needed a bit more
2: meat on them bones
0: i just needed something i needed something to happen like just something i know and then there's probably like my review goes on for a while to talk about shit but so you can go read that if you want never
1: mind i've just seen the floating crossbow 10 out of 10 very keen that's a funny bug (laughs)
0: So, but like, that's not just once off like that. I mean, in that cutscene environment that, that happened one time <laughs> where it looked like old mate was just talking to his <laughs> crossbow. Um, but like characters will get, would fall on the earth like all the time. Right. Rough. <sighs> but this is uh, insane. I have didn't, this is played without the day one patch. I believe. I assume there's one coming. Right. So I finished credits. Uh, uh, so I rolled credits on the weekend.
2: Patch came out yesterday.
0: Did it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'd already finished. All right, James. Any questions for you? I know you're uh, you're a massive Dead Island fan. You're, Huge
4: uh, Dead Island fan. Love me a AAA uh, zombie game. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good.
0: Well done. Thanks, mate. Good work. Yeah. Any? Uh, how was the? What would you rate the waffle on that one?
4: Ah, uh, look, that was a solid seven point five.
0: All right couple of I'll bugs but you got there yeah <laughs> i often do have a, a glitch or two every now and again um I, okay
4: i do actually have a serious
0: question the the co-op
4: stuff um does it put you into a shared instance where like uh like that person that you were playing with can they mm. leave a gun for you or are you ripped back to your respective worlds after you're done
0: Nah, so you well well no I, i'm i was the host in this case, and they simply okay. just joined, they just joined my game and they just Got appeared it. where I was and they were there. And I believe um, it's not one of those games where uh, if you, if there's like um, an item and you mm-hmm. take that item, um, it doesn't take it for me as well. So we can both, you know, we can both okay. feed, yeah. you know, and uh, do that. Um, and there will is, both there,
4: players progress the story if they're there for it or. I don't know because
0: the person who I was playing with had already yeah, done that. So I don't, yeah, yeah I don't know. That's, um, I'm going to assume given it's drop in, drop out co-op, probably mm. not. I reckon it's going to be one of those things where one person, because this is, this is more marketed as a single player game. I think they're, they've been very uh, open with that, that they would probably, I mean, even in like the review code details, which don't know if we can share or not, but whatever, um, they were, they were just saying that, um, you know, we want you to experience it as a single player game kind of, kind of thing, first and foremost. Um, but one thing that I did quite like, just very, very quickly, back onto the weapons for like two seconds, there's an option if you do find a weapon that you do like um, or that you have invested resources into, you can actually match the level of that weapon to your current level, which is actually quite, cool. a, quite a yeah. neat little um, thing. I don't know if it's limited in use though. So I don't know if you find, like, the very first fucking nail gun that you find, not nail gun, it's a bad example, a sword that you find, right? I don't know if you can use that same sword to kill the final boss with, right? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I kind of just was like, yeah, whatever. Catch ya All right, let's move on from Dead Island 2 because we've spoken a lot about it. But good little, good little discussion there. Um, yeah, it was nice. Adam, any, any further questions or you're good?
1: No, I think now that I know there's no... Good original music i will have to pass, unfortunately.
0: I did have streamer mode turned off, so...
1: Ah, uh, that must be wait, it. Wait, no. Clearly. That, that, wouldn't, no, that wouldn't have any that bearing at all, all but that must are. be it.
0: <laughs> In my head, I thought that could be... No, it's not. Nathan, you have reviewed uh, Trails of Azura. Azuria. Azua,
2: Azua, Azura, yes. So, I'll keep this one brief because there's not a... Not enough interest in this little pack of ours to have a lengthy discussion on this one, but this is The Legend of Heroes Trails to Azure. Now, to try and set you up for what this game is and where this sits in its respective series, I'm just going to quickly paint a picture. So, The Legend of Heroes, as it currently stands, is this burgeoning JRPG saga um, set across this continent of Zamuria. And there's various sort of pathways through this saga, different entry points into this saga, depending on what um, series of games you play in it. So the first series of games set in, I think, the western part of the continent is called uh, Trails in the Sky. This is the sort of second entry point called, or, or the sequel to the second entry point, the predecessor being Trails from Zero, and then there's also the one that folks know more today, the more contemporary series, Trails from Cold Steel, which is set in, I think, the southeast. And all of these different entry points, interestingly enough, are sort of run parallel, and their stories intertwine really interestingly to build and flesh out this world. As I was playing it, it kind of felt like I was reading a, a really good book, because for these games, story and narrative is by far the most important thing, and the writing in this game, Trails to Azul, and its predecessor, which I reviewed in like October of last year, is fundamentally some of the best writing I've seen in an RPG to come out of Japan, full stop. And that's in no small part due to the fact that um, they've effectively, the developers, Nihon Falcom, have um, pulled on the services of the... Uh, fan, tr- fan translations that existed for this game because this game's been around since like 2011. So they made an announcement last year that they're working using the fan translation, working with the folks that worked on the fan translation to make this the best localization that it could be in terms of writing and they have absolutely nailed it. So this being the sort of second entry point into the series is set in this kind of sovereign city-state called Crossbell that's kind of between two of the bigger nations in this uh, continent. And as I said, the Trails to Cold, from Cold Steel and Trails in the Sky are respectively tied to each of those huge nations that border this central city. And what this game sets up is effectively, or rather what this, this two-chapter story between Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure they set up kind of the big conflict that ends up in, intertwining all of these three strands and then some for where the series is going to sort of culminate. So this is kind of the, 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 I guess, the match that lights the fire in a way. So what happens here in Trails to Azure? we're picking up months after Trails from Zero. What Trails from Zero introduced us to is a, it's basically its core set of characters. And they are basically cops. We're part of the uh, what's called the SSS, the Special Support Section of the Crossbell Police Force. It's a very boring setup in that regard. Um, but the characters themselves are very endearing and all have very fleshed out personalities. Due in part to the fact that the entire narrative, almost like 90% of this story is told through the conversations interactions and experiences of these characters as we might see through other games like Final Fantasy but it's a lot more personable and there's a lot less wank in this writing again this would be due in part to the fact that there has been this fan fan translation involved which has made the writing very relatable very easy to pass and without too much um, wanking around on proper nouns and stuff like that that can convolute world building so they've done a tremendous job here for this game to pick up a couple months later it effectively set in the same world so you're going to be revisiting kind of all the same locations from the previous game you're going to be seeing all the same characters from the previous game and talking to them as though again just a couple of months has passed since the um, dramatic conclusion to the previous game which involved you know cults and political conspiracies and the like this is kind of the best way to look at this as though it's part It's like Disc 2 of a PS1 JRPG kind of thing. Like Disc 1 would be Trails from Zero, Disc 2 Trails to Azure as they are using all the same assets in a sense. And pretty much you're looking at the same effectively, the same weapons and the same abilities. So not a whole lot has changed from a gameplay perspective, which kind of brings me to my first big criticism. The first half of this game kind of stagnates. We are kind of just picking up where we left off and getting back to police business. I made a comment in my last review and when I mentioned it last on the podcast, I think I might have made some offhanded comment about basically, you know, like you'll be rescuing kittens out of trees and stuff like that. Just doing typical public service stuff because we're kind of the misfits that are doing the police side jobs. So you're still kind of doing that. And in fact, there is absolutely a main quest involved in rescuing a cat like it very much is self-aware of that. And then there's a sig, and then while this is all happening, you, you're getting a sense of this kind of brewing conflict that's occurring in the world around you until it comes to a head about halfway through, and some dramatic things occur. In which case, I will warn anyone interested: please avoid any trailers for this game, and and images as best you can, because um, publisher Nipponichi Software has made no effort whatsoever to hide spoilers. They put the the biggest and most dramatic um story months of this game they've just put them front and center on its advertising which is a huge shame because as as plot twists that felt earned they were incredibly satisfying but as something that i'd accidentally seen in passing just from browsing the steam page for instance i was spoiled and incredibly disappointed so the first half of the game which is a good bloody 20 to 25 hours is stagnant it's been there and done that which is kind of unfortunate But on the other hand, I was very pleasantly happy to spend time with these characters and experience how they'd grown and see how this world had developed a little bit after the big major conclusion of the previous game. And then there's a big twist halfway through and the world just changes quite dramatically. So that meant that the second half of the game was quite rewarding, but there's no hiding the fact that there is 25 hours there where players who aren't heavily invested might roll their eyes and become disengaged. This will absolutely require folks to have finished Trails from Zero. And even further, this game, while Trails from Zero was an entry point, Trails to Azure makes a lot of references to things that have happened at the conclusion of the Trails in the Sky trilogy. So, I've not finished that trilogy, there was a lot of reference points to things I didn't understand. It didn't break my immersion, fortunately there is some good glossaries in here. But again, it's going to be very much a fan-centric title and will turn away anyone that's not acutely aware of where this game has come from. Uh, And then I guess, as I've mentioned there, the plot, it's very high stakes. It was very rewarding. It just required a lot of investment to get there. When it did get there, I thought that this was some of the best... Narrative and plot twists and character writing, once again, of any RPG to come out of Japan. So I can't undersell that enough. This is top-tier, gold-standard writing for the genre. It is held back a little bit by the fact that it does look quite dated. This was a PSP game from 2011, I want to say. So although they've done a terrific job upscaling it as much as possible with the cutscenes in tow, it still does look like a PSP game. And PSP games kind of look like PS... One games i want to say at least in the in the rpg sense so it doesn't look tremendous but the soundtrack is all right the voice acting all the pretty much all the main lines are are voiced and it's all voiced quite well and i guess the only other thing i would say is that the objectives there's not a whole lot there's like no real waypoints or anything like that so sometimes objectives could get vague i probably skipped a side quest or two because i couldn't follow them but Top to bottom, this is very much kind of a perfect uh, rendition of a kind of classic sort of PlayStation 1, PSP era type of more classic Japanese RPG. There's enough twists on the formula to keep it fresh, but the gameplay loop does absolutely stagnate. Um, But as I say... Gameplay comes second to story in this game. This is truly a narrative first game. They've done a tremendous job of making sure that narrative carries you through for a good 50 hour title. Uh, so now between the two games, I've played probably 100 hours in this just this entry point in the saga. And I'm invested. This is a saga that I want to now play through entirely because I want to understand what the narrative consequences are for... The other sagas because it very much sets up some big implications for those other games makes it very clear that they're setting them up whilst also paying homage to those events that have occurred parallel in other parts of the continent in the other games so as a saga tremendous gameplay little bit questionable it's going to require a lot of patience and investment but as i say just absolute platinum stuff for that writing and story so at the moment yet to score it. The review will be up by the time this podcast is out. My baseline score is an 8 out of 10. It might go up a touch, but it will not be dipping below that. I would have loved to have given it a high score, but there's just no excusing the fact that there is 25 hours here of being there, done that, and 25 hours is a lot to ask of most people. So that is a little bit of a shame. But uh, these RPGs are an indulgence, and it will take people that are ready for that indulgence to enjoy the most out of it. So yeah, looking to be an eight to eight point five. Cool. Solid work. Jaws.
0: Is this um? What's my question? I don't know what my question is.
2: I would have forgiven you if you had no questions. As I say, I'm kind of, I don't know who I'm speaking to with a review like this. So I'm guessing none of you lads. But regardless, I had a I had a ball of a time. This was just a a terrific kind of digital book for me kind of a visual novel with enough gameplay to keep me engaged
4: Mm. so effectively with the first game as well right you're looking at what 75 hours before you get to this game's incredible back half
2: if you include yeah if you look at the Mm. at the two games as a basically a collective then you would be correct Mm. Which is, again, you're right in implying there that that is a significant investment. And that's what's kind of stopping me from going, yeah, happy to give this one a 9 or an 8.5. I mean, I think uh, that like it on its
4: own can exist as like a, a critically great thing. It's just, uh, you know, that's a lot of hours.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and I would not put this in front of anyone that hadn't played at least Trails to, from Zero. It just wouldn't have any value to them. mm.
0: rpgs boys rpgs no the, the question i was going to have is is how, how big is this game because this is a game i was thinking was something different is there a tales game that you like tales or something uh, oh, tales and trials tales. i get confused tales I, and trials yeah.
2: two different series but they're both the same name tales of Azura. No, you're thinking no. of yeah, okay, like yeah. Trails Tales from Arise, aren't you? Then, there, you um, go, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you go. Yeah. And I can I can see the confusion, man. That's totally forgivable. But yeah, like the beauty I think what makes Trails to is so unique is it is a part of this cohesive saga. It's like an epic book series. As I was playing through it, it just reminded me of like the Eye of the World. Where um or, or Game of Thrones where you've got this continent and there's these stories playing out simultaneously that eventually come to reward with these payoffs when they intertwine. There's not many games that have the ability to play over like three, four, maybe even five hundred hours like a saga like this, and yet do so so cohesively with so many relatable characters and story points. So it's an achievement in itself, but it's such a niche achievement to appreciate.
0: Nice. Very cool. James, you Mm. have a quick little preview to talk about. Hands off, of course, though. No touch. Yeah, that's...
4: (laughs) that's the thing anything I'm about to say take with the caveat that this was a hands-off presentation Um, so yeah I had a bit of a look at the new uh, Immortals of Avium game which is the first game from Ascendant Studios Uh, they've teamed up with EA Originals who we're big fans of well increasingly I'd say big fans of here at at Wellplayed they're the team behind Wild Hearts as well Um, this is a studio helmed by what is old mate's name Brett Robbins whose work you have definitely played in things like Bioshock and Dead Space. He is kind of a staple of the AAA development uh, scene. Um, He put together this team, it seems like sometime right before COVID struck, and then uh, as the pandemic rolled on, they adapted to this kind of like work-from-home lifestyle as the team grew to, I think, like 150 people or so now. Based on his original pitch for what if you made call of duty but with magic um so instead of a helicopter it's a dragon instead of a gun it's a it's a spell um it's it's a silly premise. I I don't I don't hate it on paper. Uh, I think sort of the the proof will be in the pudding in terms of its gameplay though, because what they're effectively trying to do is create a like the cadence and the feel of like a big blockbuster shooter, but just set in this entirely original fantasy world, which um, is Avium. Um, based on what I saw. The combat looks to be interesting. Um, you've got seems like three spell classes: red, green, and blue. Uh, from memory, red is a shotgun, blue is a like a, basically a standard uh, automatic shot, and then green is a homing rapid fire um, blast. These spells are then uh, bolstered by. Sort of everything you'd expect from a triple A or even double A video game at this point, you know, skill trees, uh crafting items to you can attach to your your cape and everything to make your spells move slightly faster. Um, you can find things out in the world to bolster this. There's like um magic crystals to refill your mana bar. It's all very standard systems. And without getting any sort of hands-on time with this, it is hard to know if it is gonna feel good. It looks good um you know you you seem to be whipping around that uh those stages it's very doom-esque i would say very quick very very visceral um you know there's there's a lot of good in its presentation sound design again is also fantastic um this is all paired with avium itself which i can't decide how i feel about even even after sort of writing up my my impression of that preview um you play as jack Uh, but it's J-A-K, but still, yet another lovely white boy, Jack. He is a... Um, what they've called an unforeseen Magnus, which is like a child born in this world that doesn't have magic, but then goes through something in childhood, and so he gets magical abilities. And he, of course, has the ability to control all of the magic in Avium, whereas everyone else can only do like fire bending or water bending. It's you know, stuff stuff you've all seen before. Um, Jack is taken under the wing of uh but 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 General Kirken, who is played by Gina Torres, which was a really huge surprise, actually. There seems to be some pretty much some good like Hollywood sort of star power behind this thing um mocap looks really good performances seem really interesting even though they're very archetypal from what we've seen here avium is locked in a forever war over the control of magic uh at one point i had to laugh there is a, a moment where gina torres's character says to to jack uh politics land ideology all of this is secondary to the control of magic And I feel like that really encapsulates sort of my main takeaway from this world that they've crafted here, which is that it doesn't feel like a lived in space. It doesn't feel like a a cohesive existence. It's just more of like a really fine looking setting for this uh, magic shooter, which, you know, for a Call of Duty campaign with magic, that might be all you need. Uh, But I definitely got the impression from the presentation that they are very earnestly excited about the world that they've created here. And so I do hope that, you know, when we get some more time with the game, you start to see a bit more, a bit better world building going on. That's kind of about it. It is, it's, it's unfortunate to say, it's kind of just like, it's, every game um just with a kind of a fresh coat of paint um like there are systems here you'll instantly recognize there's a vibe here you'll instantly recognize jack is out there quipping and not taking it particularly seriously there's a guardians of the galaxy style team that he's got with him that you'll grow over the course of the game um art direction it's cool it's fantasy it's it's fine um, I I'm not unimpressed, but I'm also not blown away by it either. Um, I think there's a lot here to be excited about. Gameplay does look like it's going to be a lot of fun, um, but yeah, won't won't really know until we can get in there.
0: Very cool. I just kind of had a flick through the trailer just um, while you were talking, and mm. like it certainly looks bombastic. Uh, <laughs> it looks
4: bombastic, visceral.
0: That's it, mate. We love our big our big words
2: here. I definitely get those quake doom vibes from it. Definitely kind mm-hmm. of seem like you're in these arenas. At least that was what it looked yeah, like,
4: like to me. We saw him go through um it is basically like levels connecting arenas. Um, you know, yeah. there was a, a boss fight with a giant dragon. You've got a uh, like a cool whip ability that like whips you across the stage or whips enemies closer to you. Um so it is a lot of like movement and momentum based shooting. Uh, and so that stuff could work out really well, I think. Um
0: yeah. One thing um, we gotta love though is that this is a new IP. This is something new that EA mm-hmm. is is yeah. investing in, and it's it's not another whatever they, that they could just you know wheel out from the body. Yeah,
4: it's not like Dragon with. Age shooter. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's something After new, and Hearts, and, yeah. it's like
2: this is yeah, EA originals. Keep a close eye on them. Mm.
4: Definitely. And like, there was a Mm. bit of a presentation from them as well as part of this preview. And you know, the uh, the way everyone involved in this is talking about it is very sincere. I I didn't get much of a like, you know, cash grabby uh, weirdness from any of this. There's no intentional edginess. Like I I put a joke in my thing about his name being Jack and him being kind of quippy and the standard protagonist, but like, I don't think it's, it's born from a cynical place. I I think they are really trying something here and I I hope it works out.
0: Hmm it's um yeah originals have come a long way like like you oh, think yeah. about what like what they first did in the games those small little like unravel and um
2: was mm. lost, in random, F- yeah, lost in random one yeah lost in random was one yeah yeah
0: uh yeah and, and now they're putting out what looks like triple a games you know with wild heart mm-hmm. hearts and um and really interesting stuff uh, yeah and that's not a knock on um those earlier games it's just mm. that they're obviously placing um know a lot of significance on, catalog, on this you know, on this label yeah like on, mm. on, on this brand that which is which is funny given what we spoke about just before about dead space and how they kind of turn their backs on single-player games and now they're openly you know yeah exactly them, so it's good to see good to see different ea yeah uh you may have mentioned it in your piece i have forgotten is this coming this year
4: it is July twentieth, so not oh, that I'm far away at all. Wow, so yeah. It's actually quite soon. Okay,
0: right, mm-hmm. it's a lot sooner than what I thought. Ooh, me yeah, too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Very nice. Uh, anybody else watch the trailer? Adam, what do you what do you think?
1: I, yeah, I did. Um, I think it looks kind of like big dumb magical fun. So, <laughs> I'll most likely be on board.
0: You are a big fan of big dumb magical fun. You know it. I have heard. I do know it. That's why I said it. Uh, all right. Shout-outs time. Shout-outs. Yeah, go going then. Uh, I'm go excited for then. these. Uh, all all. So we'll go to Jordan Garcia, who has reviewed Minecraft Legends reviews on the website now, seven out of ten. We love our sevens here. Uh, though it can be relatively shallow, sorry, though it can be a relatively shallow and imperfect game, Minecraft Legends offers a fun and unique experience that fills Befitting of a Minecraft spin-off.
2: I don't that know if this is,
0: is this is this out yet, by the way? Uh,
2: no. All right, okay. no, so, I feel like by the time the podcast is up it will be, but I yeah. don't think it's up up.
0: And old Mark has reviewed <laughs> Advanced Wars and I'm trying to find the draft edit in my inbox so I can give you something at least. All right.
2: That. Advance Wars One and Two so, reboot camp. So this is
0: I will give you the final thoughts because I know that you you seem quite keen.
2: Yeah, this is one i most anticipated this year. Hope Mark's given it some good loving. The extra
0: year in the can didn't deter my interest in Advance Wars One and Two reboot camp, though my enjoyment of strategic, strategically dismantling enemy foes with each turn, has been soured a tad, knowing the story built up around it. You don't have to connect the dots if you don't want to. In fact, many, in fact, many find many find comfort in completely ignoring reality, and that's okay too. But the thought did cross my mind that if if I played if I played ugh, God if I had played this a year ago and nothing had happened as it did, then maybe I would have enjoyed it more. That's not a reflection of the quality of the release, though it has its own faults. It's just something to ponder on if you're so inclined.
2: This is a. I'm going to connect the dots and assume this is a reference to Ukraine. Which I believe so. I, it is, I haven't fully be,
0: have, Yeah, I haven't fully read the draft, but I've. Uh, uh, there are mentions of Ukraine in there when I skimmed it. Uh, his little synopsis. Sorry, his little summary, is the recipe wasn't played. The recipe wasn't played with with too much, resulting in a solid compilation of two titles that remain infinitely enjoyable, if a touch. Complicated by reality.
2: I don't want to discount that. Eight point five. But That's that cool. wasn't yeah. something I necessarily had in mind. So maybe I'll just keep playing naive and enjoy. Well, I mean it. I think
4: Nintendo themselves invited it, right? Like they oh, specifically
2: sure. delayed this for that exact
4: reason. And so I like I don't,
2: don't know that know. they I think they inferred, I don't think they come right out and said Ukraine therefore. Well, yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, I think everyone was clear on the inference.
4: Yeah. It's like Tears of the Kingdom title not dropping in the UK the day the fucking Queen dies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Nintendo's got tacked? What's that? I mean, rarely, apparently. Yeah.
0: Alrighty. Um, they're the two shout-outs for the week. Very exciting. I want to quickly, this is not really a discussion topic, but I do want to quickly talk about our favourite uh, big brand here. Uh, Xbox uh, and just want to talk very t- touch on Redfall just a little bit because uh, it did come out this week that it isn't sorry that Redfall is launching without uh, a I guess a visually uh, appealing mode it's just got your um, it's got your 4k at 30 uh, which you know a lot of people just not nah, won't get out of bed for anything less than 60 these days so uh, Xbox Series X is 4k 30 frames and Xbox Series S is 1440p at 30 frames Uh, 60 FPS uh, will be patched in at a later date in an update PC players will be able to feast on all the frames they can handle Um, I know
2: this question has been asked online but I'll throw it to you would you have preferred they had delayed it till its performance mode was ready. I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. You're kind of bit over it.
0: I just—it's not something that I care about. I'm probably. Oh, okay. okay. I'm one of those people that won't get out of bed for less than sixty. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, if, if, I'm one of those dudes, right? So you're that dude. You're—you you're, know—you're in the bedroom having a snooze. I'm in here. Yeah. You know, I'm getting my rocks off. Lit. Over, to uh, another Xbox, over, seven out of ten. Over right. visual mode, mate. Like I'm the guy that goes resolution over frames. O- oh over really? P- performance,
2: yeah.
1: You're a monster. I see.
2: I thought. Oh, I genuinely had you pegged incorrectly because when <laughs> I remember, I'm thinking back to oh, *Dying like 2. Oh, um, but also yes. <laughs> I feel like Dying Light too. You were trying to play that on performance mode, or maybe that's just because in fairness, on that was, that
1: was so fucking cooked in
2: anything but have, performance. You know, I might have
0: dabbled, but if I have the option, <laughs> I will. I will. Um, that's I will interesting. Choose resolution, but in saying that, I don't know if I play a lot of games that would necessarily see the full benefits of going sixty mm. frames. Like you know, Broken like Sword game,
1: doesn't need sixty frames. That's it.
0: Well, <laughs> it's one twenty
1: frames.
2: No, now. that's a fair point.
0: Um, like you know, your RE4. I think well, I don't know what, what even was that. Could could you even choose. You could you
4: could choose. Yeah, there was whatever. a few different settings. Yeah, I, yeah. I went 4K
0: so, again. Like I went.
4: Yeah, I think that um, I was listening to uh, Waypoint Radio. We're talking about this, and uh, the Renata, one of the hosts, she put it perfectly. It's like 30 frames a second is not the end of the world, provided it is a stable 30 frames a second, right? Because I played yeah. RE4 on. Um, thirty frames, and I, and I thought it was totally fine. Did didn't um, even blink, right? So James is um,
2: right. I will compromise for nothing less than a stable thirty.
4: Exactly. Yeah, but my understanding is that Redfall is not stable at thirty. Um, that this footage that's sort of been floating around is that it is a bit all over the place already, and so, like, and for a shooter as well, specifically for yeah. a shooter, I, I think you start really running into problems here. Yeah, I think my main issue first, is. Yeah, with a, like,
1: a hectic first-person shooter, a big AAA, big-budget first-person shooter, it feels... I don't know, it feels a little bit odd that it's going to be launching with... Because 60 frames, like, we kind of take it for granted, I suppose, because a lot of games do launch with it. But if you're a big-budget AAA game, it does feel a little bit bullshit that it's not launching. Like, I don't want to, you know, push my glasses up, be all snobby and say, 60 frames... right or die but get that in print yeah i uh, i don't know i think it Bill it just feels weird that it it isn't going to have 60 and i also it like with this and ign posting the the gameplay and people being kind of sour on it xbox kind of need this to be a win and i just don't know if it's going to be the win that they need and like obviously you can Look to fucking what's Bethesda's other big one? Starfield. Starfield? Thank you. Starfield. That's it. Starfield. Yeah, like obviously you can point to that and be like, no, 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 that's the the big one this year. But how, like, how many times do we point to later in the year for Xbox and say, no, 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 the next one is on the horizon? (laughs) Like, for fuck's sake, we've been doing that for a couple of years now, and they need Mm -hmm. to start getting some sort of list of decent games to play on Xbox. And I just, yeah, I. It's increasingly looking like Redfall might not be that, which is unfortunate.
0: There's a nice little artic- article by Brody at Press Start um, which talks, kind of talks about what you're saying, Adam, that they just need a win, And we he and I actually spoke about this when, mm. we, when we were in Sydney playing Redfall, right? Um, yeah, and they, they just need they need something to be They need something, they, they need a first-party game. And yeah, you can you can talk about your pentiments and your hi-fi rushes, but they're not your, you know, they're no not system your sellers. no. Correct. You know what I mean? And this is and the fact that this is launching without that performance mode, when this is a first-party game and this is only launching on Xbox, which is supposedly mm-hmm. like, what is it, the, the most powerful console or whatever they say or something <clears> like that, frames. right? It's like, yeah, I mean, maybe they should have delayed it. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know. I mean, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't really bother me. But I think James, you're right. As long as I'm in the
2: delay camp. As long as it runs at a
0: at a solid thirty frames. I mean, when I played it in Sydney, like we played on some decent rigs, mate. Like, Mm. these were well-oiled machines, mate. Um, But it still had its it still had its issues, though. So, troubling. Very troubling. You know, I'm not going to probably go into much. Of a discussion about that because it's you know it's a preview build for a game still in development so yeah you know you you, you kind of give it the benefit of the doubt a little bit mostly mm. um, I
4: didn't that, realize this yeah. thing was out in like two weeks yep. um, that yeah that is yeah it's right around the corner
2: yeah damn. damn I think I was probably the most enthusiastic of us for this until this news <laughs> getting your snob on I love it yeah, <laughs> yeah getting my snob on sorry boys
0: it's going to be interesting where it lands and I really hope that it's reviewed and this is going to sound weird because I don't think anybody would actually do this critically, but reviewed genuinely um, and not just to fucking stick a dagger in uh, you know, in into Xbox, you know, again, not that I think anyone with any sort of real, critical uh integrity would 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 do that but i can see this game getting absolutely review bombed and you know all that sort of shit that fanboys and, and that do but
1: i know what you mean because i think a lot of people are coming into it with a negative sensibility anyway because because of the fact that microsoft has been on such a downward trend as of late so you you know if you go into mm. it with a, a negative outlook you might see it less favorably but yeah i do like with all the the negative things that we've been talking about it i do wish the best for it because i want redfall to be good i want to play it and enjoy myself i just yeah just some troubling troubling signs well
0: this is going to sound odd but it feels from from because i've i've played it like it feels i feel like my takeaway from that was similar to dead island too
4: is that what you want for your flagship shooter? No, and
0: that could just you know, and that's based on an hour, right, like, mm-hmm. or what it was an hour and what yeah, hour and twenty minutes or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It just I didn't get that wow factor. I, I got that it's decent, I had a good time with it, but you know, come the end of the year, I've forgotten this game even exists. But you know,
3: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: not good, just, yeah. Anyway, let's move on because Redfall is out in a couple of weeks, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit then. Uh, James, you are up, my man. It is the news time. I haven't got a news. I haven't got a nineties film, film of the week. Adam, it's your your turn.
4: Oh. Well, yeah. unless, <laughs> fair um, warning. Um, at unless, least there you go. Unless
0: yeah. James would like to.
4: No, I'm no, I'm I'm good. I got nothing.
0: Yeah, I've been too busy. So. I
4: was- yeah, yeah. So who else has been busy? uh Unbroken Studios they have announced via Twitter that they are making a Quidditch game um in what I I couldn't help but laugh at but uh calling all beaters chasers keepers and seekers Harry Potter Quidditch Champions limited playtest sign-ups are live now, so you can sign up via the Warner Bros. Games uh, account is where that link is. I think this looks like Fortnite, but worse uh, in terms of its art style. How are we all feeling? Because I know that my feelings on Harry Potter aren't everyone's. So
2: I kind of liked what old What's His Name from Kotaku said today. Um, Kotaku, are you editor David right? same name that sounds right you're saying something about it. he's quite cynical that uh, uh Hogwarts Legacy didn't have any like quick like playable quidditch and then mm. this pops up and I'm sympathetic to that I'm not necessarily saying there's a conspiracy there but I am sympathetic to that, that does seem a little bit cynical
1: I yeah. I've I saw a lot of that similar sentiment going around but I think if you are going to play Quidditch. I'd prefer it to be in this kind of format rather than a mini game tacked onto an RPG. That's just my perspective from it. Cause you know, I, I like your, you know, roller fucking, I can't even remember what Ubisoft's rollerblading game champions? was that? I don't know. Roller, roller champions. champions. I don't know why I went Rise to that Republic. first.
2: But yeah. But yeah why yeah, won't like, this just go the same way where it's like dead in six months?
1: Cause it might rocket league. That's, that's the, that's the dream, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to play a, yeah. I don't know if Quidditch tacked onto an RPG is where I would want to play it. So I'm maybe a little bit more optimistic about it. I still, to be perfectly honest, probably won't play it, but yeah.
0: This, yeah, this, I, I agree with what you're saying,
4: James. This looks, well i'm just purely talking about the art direction like i the the game could be whatever like i I have no horse in this race and
0: yeah even like based on the art style i'm probably not overly keen but even then i'm probably not that keen either
2: i'm not the audience for it Um, Mm -hmm.
0: i I do think i would have liked a mission or or something that allowed you to kind of experience this in the world that Legacy. Whoever, the, whoever the people that made Legacy, no. so I can't remember who made. Mate. Yeah, Old mates. Uh, avalanche? Portland? No, avalanche, Portland. Who the fuck's Portland? <laughs> um, if yeah, pick avalanche. But anyway, whatever. Mm. It's uh, let's let's keep let's it some more news? on chasing
2: no no okay. Let's so. keep on beating.
4: Oh, you just told me off. Oh. <laughs> Fuck is
2: happening! <laughs> um, all right,
4: uh, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League has now officially been delayed. Rocksteady have put out a oh, statement fuck that says,
1: yeah, you know "Say, damn. It. Adam? <laughs> Here we Are you go. Just this is. About this news now? Be good <laughs> for fuck's sake, game. Be that good. I need you to be uh, good. Fuck.
4: Very no, he's good. He's I, making the content. I let think him, they've made the cook. right
1: call, though. All right, Adam. Sorry, James. Go for it, mate. No, you're fine. I so know. this has been pushed. No, seriously, all the way. game. Be
4: good. Fuck. Sorry, okay, that was the last one. Go for it. (laughs) God damn it, Adam. All right, we are looking at 2nd of February 2024 now. So this is all the way into next year. This is a substantial delay. Uh, In a statement they have said, we have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience, and understanding. There is much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year
1: i'm yet to meet a single person from that amazing community this game has gotten yeah. nothing but uh negative press for the last few months and
2: you're the only one rooting for it aren't you like you're
1: the I soul you sounds are the like, community sounds like it, the is, before, it is it is it is just me. <laughs> it is
4: just me i mean yeah. at the rate it's going it day before could feasibly release before this
1: Oh, that's James. terrifying, James. James. Come gonna on. James. I'm going
4: to speak it into existence. I
0: would, I'm willing to put that money That sounds like a milkshake bet. <laughs> James. That I'm going to put a bet on that this is going to be better. Sorry, that the day, the day before is going to be better
2: than, what what game is this? Get fucked I don't, fucked like, for I don't like how you quantify things being better, though.
1: Yeah, so are we talking like a better meta score? Because I'll take that bet any day of the it's, fucking week.
2: It's Yeah, I, I like that I, one too. It's what I say. Yeah, that's. that's I, I that's will personally bit.
1: like this game more than this other game <laughs> that I have no interest in. The, the Bet me, Milkshake, you like something.
2: I'm pretty sure he'll.
0: How dare it. you say I would? I I I would. I lack integrity on my own bets. How?
2: Dare. Your words.
0: <laughs> no, I was just gonna say the general the the general vibe. Mate, day before probably won't even get enough reviews to be buddy on on that. <laughs> nah, people oh, are gonna reviews, be shopping sure get. It.
1: Chomping at the bit to review yeah. that, you know they're yeah. going
4: to want to get around it. Um, anyway, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, we are getting a Knuckles the Echidna live action TV show or, um, live action. You know what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the director Jeff Fowler has tweeted a shot of a a duster uh, with the logo Knuckles. So I guess it's happening. Um, any thoughts on the okay. kind of hot echidna? Love Hold I mean, on, wait, wait,
1: <laughs> rewind. Rewind. <laughs> this has got this has got KV fuckable dragon energy written all over it. What is this? Is it because it's, it's Idris Elba that voices in I a mean, hell that's, of a man. Uh, that's a big I mean component. I feel
4: like that's the easier answer. So yeah, let's go with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's clearly something worth digging up there, but I don't know if Neil's to the time.
4: Ah, look, we're running long. We're running long anyway. Gotta, gotta move along. No more Knuckles chats.
2: Um, so, I didn't know you were one of those Sonic fans, James. Uh, you've got no idea what I am. Uh, <laughs> right, Legend of
4: Zelda Tears of the Kingdom final trailer uh, has dropped and this thing is looking fucking incredible. Um, seeing a bit more of that like fusion shit that they're talking about. Uh, there's a lot more narrative stuff in this game. Zelda's out here talking about uh, once again needing to rely on Link to save Hyrule. Uh, Ganon is there looking fucking fine. Yeah, talking um, about
1: things we want to bone. Exactly. God damn. Yeah
4: truly oh and yeah the fucking fish dude is back my husband he's here (laughs) what is happening Uh, don't worry about it it's the news beautiful thing (laughs) yeah um anyway yeah go watch the trailer or don't there is actually a fair bit in there that you might want to see for the first time in the game so again it's final trailer territory this is this is what we're always getting into that um, game is coming out uh, early next month adam did you play x defiant
1: I did not. I was not at my home <laughs> over the weekend, so I missed the beta period. Unfortunately, that interestingly, is... the
2: snippets I've seen don't look offensive.
1: Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? Here's this for you. I because I didn't play the beta, but I did. Um, I did go to. I can't remember what they called it. It was more. It was a preview, but it had some Ubisoft name like pre briefing or some bullshit like that. I don't know. But I went into it very cynical and I came out of it being like, you know what? I might play 30 minutes of this when it comes out. So going, oh, from, going yeah. from one end of the spectrum to I suppose halfway, the game actually looks kind of decent. It's kind of like a, um, a free-to-play arena shooter, I suppose, um, but it mashes together a bunch of the different factions from across the Ubisoft uh, universe or the different worlds that they've created. So like... Um, Libertad from Far Cry 6. Um, the cleaners from the division dead sec, dead sec from watchdogs. And they all have different abilities that kind of mash together for a, like a team shooter. It, 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 it could be okay. Watch this space. Hmm. Hmm.
4: Interesting. Uh, developer Splitlight studio has announced that the horror game afterlife VR will be released on PSVR two on April 19th. You'll be playing as a cop uh, investigating a mental hospital. That is, that is, that's a horror game. It um, is a horror game. <laughs> yes. Uh, Adam, are you, have you played this before? Or? No, it's just, I've,
1: I've got my finger on the pulse as far as games that are coming out on PSVR too. And well, um, surprisingly yeah. enough, it actually, cause it's, a, it launched on PC across a few different um, VR units in September last year. Uh, and it's actually had pretty decent reviews. Uh, it, it doesn't yeah. look much like through trailers, but ap- apparently like actually in the game immersion up to, you know, whatever level that VR takes you to it. um It's pretty solid. So I'm keen to give it a crack.
4: Very good very good speaking of things we're all keen to give a crack to final fantasy 16 i can read mm. roman numerals um <laughs> we've recently got a new state of play uh playstation presentation that has given us a what is this thing like 20 minute look 25 minutes uh look at the game this is extensive um you know this is the action heavy uh Naoko yoshida led new final fantasy experience looks great continues to look great uh nathan's uh hands-on preview from his lovely little trip to japan is on the website if you want an in-depth look at what they are changing Uh, i know we briefly chatted about this before we recorded but i think we're all feeling pretty good about this right feeling very good
0: yeah mate can't wait
4: shut up zach excluded (laughs)
1: like we are keen
4: we are very keen yes I agree I think it looks pretty damn good uh, and finally um, aussie made Stray Gods the role-playing musical is finally releasing in August and it has a very sexy uh, trailer uh, this is a game starring Laura Bailey Ashley Johnson Felicia Day um, I think old mate from last of us is in there as well isn't he I wouldn't be surprised T-Bakes. Oh, mate from The Last of Us. Oh, Troy yeah. Baker. <laughs> I just T-Bakes. kind of assumed he was in this. I don't think he is actually. Yeah. Never mind. Point it. is, um, no, this he's game. The, he's minor. the
2: vocal director. Oh, he is in it? Or he's no, just he's he's it
4: on it. He's the what? I think he's in it. Is he? The vocal
2: director? In, yeah. Involved by the sounds of it. Yeah. yeah. Raoul Coley's in it.
4: That's no, a I'm, bigger serious. headline. What a babe. True. Yeah. Ashley Johnson. Yeah, man. Um, Other people that don't suck. massive cast, honestly. Um, but yeah, this thing looks like incredible. I, I know that they've been cooking this up for a little while, and like all the rumors I've ever heard is that like it was going to be something special. And the idea of sort of actively engaging in song through your dialogue choices, like yeah, I'm 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 all about this. Um, be... I assume everyone else is vibing. I'm intrigued. Mm. I'm intrigued. I, I don't
1: think it's going to be my kind of game, but I think it looks really cool. Ex-
2: it hasn't yet tickled my radar, but it's not sale. Interesting. Right. Oh well, I'm open minded. Okay. He,
0: uh, big old T Bakes is in it. Oh, he is in it. Yeah. Okay. He is yeah. Apollo. Is his character?
4: Oh god. Of course. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <he's> <laughs> let's let's go. The, yeah,
0: he's uh voice. Yeah, he's voice director.
4: Can't
2: but of I course, look, he's, he's, he's playing he's, character named Apollo. There, there's no inference there whatsoever.
0: He was on the project early doors, so you can't. Uh, he, you know, he had first
4: Actually, yeah, that's that's yeah. I first do remember years. him being part of this from the get-go. Um, yeah, great gods in a, in a modern world. It seems like um, yeah, I don't know. Looks looks really cool. Very much looks like uh, my alley, and I'm assuming um, old mate Zach's alley as well. But um, yeah, we'll be seeing a bit more of that hopefully before August. Hopefully, we're going to be singing its praises.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: there he goes.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: All right.
2: Yeah. Cheeky boy.
0: Thank you. Sometimes I'm in tune. <laughs> I don't
1: oh, not oh, All God right. You, you fucked it. You pushed it too far.
0: <laughs> I did. I did. That was rather one note, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: damn it. <laughs> <me.
4: laughs>
0: Fuck. <laughs> I'm back on board, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
4: That's it. <how> you <laughs> looped me all the Gadi. way back around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. All right. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. Otherwise, I'll think of something else to say. And we won't be <laughs> Uh, is that the news? Yeah, it's the news. Yeah. How oh, nice. I feel like there was another piece of news that we didn't discuss, but that's fine.
4: Um, I've obviously forgotten it. I can find you more news if you want. No, I feel like Diablo we... Five. You want to talk about the Nintendo? <laughs>
1: Nintendo. What the rubber oh. numerals came back to bite you. <laughs> yes. Um,
4: I got too confident.
0: <laughs> yeah. So earlier tonight they announced. Oh, sorry, they announced. It, I think it was revealed or <clears throat> reported, sorry, that the hacker, like Doug Bowser or Gary Bowser or Bill Bowser. No, Doug, Doug Bowser. Doug Bowser's like head of Nintendo.
2: The American CEO of no, Nintendo. No, the,
0: the hacker was is named Bowser.
2: Okay, but it's not Doug. I can is the, that hacker true? Of,
0: the
1: hacker of what? What are we talking about? Nintendo. the guy Nintendo ha- Ninten- Yeah. Um, Piss off, his name can't be Bowser. Oh, I'm pretty sure That's it is, That's too right. good.
0: Gary Bowser. There you go. That's it's funny name.
1: enough that Doug Bowser's neighbor's Bowser. he so got piss off. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: exactly. What are the odds? Yeah.
0: Anyway. Um, There's something crooked. So, yeah, they, it, it was reported that he's been released from prison but also reported that Nintendo will eat about 30% or, uh, sorry, up to 30% of his income for the rest of his life. What a fucking shit way to go out. Right, <laughs> the, the question was, do we think this is... Disproportionate. Harsh? Or do we think that you do the crime you do the you pay the fine hey
4: i mean nintendo are effectively holding gaming's greatest history hostage um and so i, I appreciate that somebody you know broke into the the cell and took out the fucking guards um but you know this this is rough um this 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 is a, a shit thing for this person to have to deal with for the rest of their lives uh, for the sake of of getting us access to this incredible stuff. Um, yeah. Not great, but also, like, I don't know how else this was ever going to end in this world.
0: Mm. Yes. Not... Um, yeah, cool. Bummer. Uh, all right. Let's go to the off topic. Sorry. I'm <laughs> doing, doing something. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll go. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, where are we? Sorry. All right, cool. No, yes, no, I agree. It is. I think it's, a, it's quite a shit thing for them to do. And I'm I'm actually quite astonished that they would go this hard. <laughs> like, Oh, mate. <laughs> what is happening right now? What is happening? Don't worry
4: about it. Da, 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 90s film of the w- 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 week. 90s film of the week, hey? Adam, what is it? It's the or crow because
1: I love the crow and my boy, Eric Draven. Fuck off, James. If you say a bad word against the crow.
4: No, no, I just really, really enjoyed. It's the crow because I love the crow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I needed to get it out. because right if, I,
1: if I circle back to thinking about what Zach said, it'll make me laugh again. Um, yep. Yes. 1994. It's got the world's shittest synopsis on IMDB of a man brutally murdered comes back to life as an undead Avenger uh, as as an undead avenger of him and his fiance's murder, terrible. The movie, on the other hand, is really fucking good, and it stars Brandon Lee before he tragically. Oh, we're actually talking
2: about The Crow, okay? Died yeah, on he's set. So lost.
1: Yes, no, we are talking about The Crow. Yeah, adapted from um, a graphic novel series that started in the late eighties, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a banger of a film, and I think you should all watch it if you haven't.
2: I hear it's got a terrific sequel. Does it have Meryl Streep in it's it? It's
1: definitely got a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: getting crowed. Terrible. Uh, crow terrible. two, crow harder.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Any um <coughs> any off topics? are uh, the crow I uh, should know, it's a decent shout. Good one. Proud of you. Thanks, mate. Were you even born when that when that film came out, at, by the way? I was
1: I was born when the sequel came out in ninety
2: six. Jesus. That's foreboding.
1: How's that?
0: Fuck.
2: Mm. Um, I '94 boy. Who
0: has watched any films this past week? Me. I watched uh, *Smile*. Yes. Oh, I
1: also watched *Smile* this week.
0: That oh, is we the. Some, uh, that's I the film know, I was trying to think I of. I don't know what you think before I. I, don't, I, don't I
1: know. My Discord lagged then. Terribly sorry.
2: what you say? But that's yes, right. *Smile*. Adam, tell us your thoughts. I think we've all seen it, yes? I still haven't. I want oh, to. James is the only one that hasn't. Yeah. It is
1: formulaic and pretty much what you would expect from a horror film that's brought out these days that isn't something that Ariaster has created. Um it's fine. I hate all the characters in it because they're all I said that knowing that you'll have to bleep at Jordan. Um yeah, they're all terribly unlikable, but I tell you what, there are some some good little jump scares and I was entertained. So I I think if there's going to be a rewatch, it's going to be in the in the camp of kind of not so bad, it's good. But like it yeah, it it had there's I I'm dancing around a particular scene of someone unwrapping a gift that they think is going to be a train set that is not a train set and it's got the most laughably bad CG that could have just been done with a practical effect that I've ever seen. And it made me like laugh out loud. Key and I were on the couch pissing ourselves laughing because it was just absolutely dreadful. But yeah, look, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all in all. I think the marketing for the film was better than the film itself because the
2: marketing was really good. Wow. I couldn't disagree harder.
1: (laughs) I thought it was fine.
0: You quite liked it?
2: I did. I hated the marketing. Wow. <laughs> nah, the
1: seeing people just hanging out in fucking baseball games having a having a smile, what a good time.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was an eerie psychological thriller that was better than it had a right to be for a major studio horror film. Like I, it, it, the marketing, I thought was going to be a piece of crap, and then I thought actually it was a lot smarter than I thought. But it was interesting to hear your thoughts.
1: Have you ever have you seen It Follows?
2: I have, and it very much reminded me of that. I Do you think it was
1: it's a, better or worse?
2: Uh, ooh. <laughs> as I said, this is a very major similar. studio film, whereas yeah. It Follows is an indie. I put them side by side for their own reasons. I wouldn't necessarily yep. say one's better than the other. In my my opinion, and I can be wrong on this one.
1: Ah, fair mm. 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 Zach, voice it. of reason, mate. <laughs> you didn't want
2: to visit, mate. You're wrong. Did,
1: did Anna hate it even more because that's Shitty. how that works? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Dumb film. Dumb out. It was just dumb in general. Every Damn. every character the was fu- dumb. <laughs> the ending God. is fucking ridiculous. Damn. I hated it. No payoff. Get fucked. What a waste of we time. We have got a... a f-
1: Far to the left, a far to the right, and a bang in the middle. How good is that? (laughs) How good is that just
2: gonna have to land on this one? How good is the shitty
1: CG moment? How fucking dreadful is it? That
0: whole film just that whole scene is so laughable and hilarious. Like when when the person reacts and falls back and it's just like shut up. It's good. And just
1: Nathan, did you find yourself liking any of the characters?
2: No. This is kind of what I mean, though, when I'm talking like about it being a major studio film. It has those flaws, but I felt like it succeeded in spite of them. So, no, you're not wrong. The characters aren't likeable, but I didn't need them to be likeable. For instance, Mithraigan didn't like... I didn't think the characters in that were likeable. <laughs> Mithraigan was no. better than this.
0: And that film also belongs I, to that. Did you like I It, it Follows? I've never seen that. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. You
1: should watch that.
0: You should. I like film. Good. It, if that helps.
4: No, nope. it's that because but that's, that's just a it. portion of the title. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, how's no. Kate Stacey
4: in uh smile? The, that? the girl, the main no. girl. She's right. didn't. She's good.
0: Okay, old, ba- old Bacon's daughter. Yes, <laughs> the Australian actress. <laughs> What she's
1: she's not in it for. Mm, it's oh, y- you'll have okay. to watch it to kind of grasp that. But she's she's good for her part, the part that she plays there. Yeah.
0: Who's this giant okay. girl? Mm. Oh, I enjoyed this discussion. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So the main the main actress in that did you know is Kevin Bacon's daughter? That's where that no. was coming from. By the way, I,
1: so I
2: had the, no idea.
0: There you go. So apologize to me now. And we can move on. don't think anyone <laughs> sure.
1: came at you for it, but I'm sorry, Zach.
0: I just got to, I just got thank you. Thank you. We can move on. Um, I also did watch a, started watching a French show. Another one called Gone for Good, I think is what it's called. Actually pretty cool. It's uh, like a limited series. I've no idea how many episodes it is. I think I'm five deep, four deep. And it is, um, about it's based on a book uh and it is about a guy who is a like social worker and early in his life his brother and ex-girlfriend are murdered but he's only like a young teen i think or uh and it kind of then fast forwards like 10 years or whatever it may be And it kind of does like each episode is focused on a different character in this – so basically something happens 10 years later that brings it all kind of back kind of thing. And then, yeah, you kind of see see an episode from all these different people's perspectives. It's pretty cool. It's a little bit silly. I mean, it's no smile. But um, (laughs) – But it's up there. It's actually not bad. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I do, still th- I do want to finish Black Butterflies. I think that's very good, very creepy, very, very dark. Um, not dark as in the, the show, but yeah. Um, and I would love to for James or Nathan to watch it, just to see what you think of it.
2: I do, do like my – What? how many episodes is it?
0: Black Butterflies, I'm not too sure because I haven't seen the whole thing. I've only I'm maybe four episodes in and Anna's kind of not loving it. It's, just, it's a bit too grim. For her,
2: I don't necessarily mind Grimm. Is it like a limited series as well, like just a one season type of deal? Or? I think at the
0: moment, yeah, like it's newish, I think.
2: Okay. Um, I'll entertain it. I do like my, my foreign yeah. shows.
0: And that's all from me.
2: Yes. Yeah. James.
4: Um. I haven't had much time for anything other than Succession, which uh, is in its mm. final season and continues to can't. be just the best fucking TV show.
2: Now um, that's grim.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that show is it has gone some places. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen it already, go watch it. It's impossible to talk about what's happening in this season without any sort of spoiler. But um, yeah, like it is. I'm glad that they chose to go out on this much of a high, like that they Correct. knew where they wanted to wrap things up and that they're going there. Fantastic stuff.
2: I was saltier than something that's very salty because last week fucking like ABC and stuff were basically just putting out articles that were spoilers before it even like legally aired yeah. in Australia and mm. I was spoiled. I was like, what the fuck? That's um, just rude. So yeah, it's, it is a season that you simply just can't talk about yeah yeah it's also
4: like succession and i have this problem with all my mates as well like when you sit down to sort of like talk about how good succession is it just end up kind of being like oh yeah and then shiv yeah i love shiv oh and then logan oh logan you know like there's there's stuff you can (laughs) go into but ultimately it's just like the whole thing is fantastic and you kind of just walk away being like yeah it was fucking great what else is there to say Um, Yeah, exactly i I,
2: I hear you yeah but also uh, indulge me i don't think this is a show for everyone either
4: uh, no, probably not. But I think everyone should at least give it a crack, and like the first two episodes at least, because the first episode isn't hugely indicative of where everything ends up. But um, HBO yeah.
2: premieres like that's kind of a thing for HBO first mm. steps. They never yeah. give you a good impression.
0: So, Anna has um, she stitched me up. Uh, she when I was playing Dead Island 2, I would kind of went out there and she she was watching a show. And I'm like. Oh, you know, like what are you watching? Because I've always had this—I've had had this show on my list of things to check out. He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm watching Succession. I'm, yeah, I'm up to the last last season." Jeez, cop that. Snuck oh. that one by Cop that. Um, Brutal. Yeah, so now I'm very upset by that. I might break up with. <laughs> Be worth
2: it. Yeah. I wonder who will succeed you. Hey. Hey. So Adam's only seen Smile?
1: Yeah, just about. I've I've watched a few other, like, animated DC things, but no one here gives a fuck about that. Let's be real. One day, were I'll they good? Video.
2: They were Come good. Animated? DC's
1: animated output is fantastic. It's where... So if, you know, Marvel does movies better than DC, arguably, and DC definitely do animated a whole lot better than Marvel. Mm. So, Yeah. It, you can pretty much throw a dart at a dartboard and pick anything animated from DC and you'll have a good time.
2: There's like no continuity? I thought they're, they was like, like a watch order.
1: No, they're, they're all pretty standalone, which I think is why they're such like a good palate cleanser for the MCU because you don't have to have a massive level of involvement in it. Um, there are some that are, are connected, like a lot of the Justice League ones are, are fairly connected, but... Um, I watched one that was um, John Constantine in, in the House of Mysteries, um, which it's is on just on
2: Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it is,
1: and it's just three short stories that starts with John Constantine being locked in the House of Mysteries, um, and then it goes on to to tell two other completely separate stories. So they're like twenty minutes each, nice and digestible, um, and yeah, a, a great deal of fun for if you're a DC fan. So would recommend.
2: I'm a bit of a DC fan. Haven't given them a crack yet. I did watch... I think the only one I've seen is Batman and Robin. I was a bit sour on it because it definitely let that new 52 storyline down.
1: Ah, shit. Yeah, you can't have that. But no, they're, for the for the most part, they're fantastic. So get around them, Nathan. I want to I wanna mm. hear more about your exploits.
2: I will definitely put that on the list. No, so I'll just wrap up by saying the thing that I have seen became a very fast obsession. I had to marathon it in one go because it was exceedingly terrific, was uh, Netflix's Beef, of which is getting plenty of advertising. So I guess you folks have all heard of it.
1: I need to get around it.
2: Yeah. I really don't know what's much to say about that one. I mean, it's an A24 produced thing, and it certainly plays out like one. But um, yeah, I would say this is probably, if not the best, dramedy. It is quite dark at times, but like dramedy that Netflix have put out Stephen Ewan and Ali Wong. I didn't know Ali Wong had these kind of acting chops. I've seen uh, like her comedy stuff and a few like roles she's had in comedies, and you know she's great. But in this, like, she serves drama on a silver player. It's um, it's phenomenal. And right from start to finish, uh, no downtime. This thing's an absolute roller coaster. It starts off quite petty. In fact, the synopsis is all that you would need to know. Dude's having a bad day. Tries to play out of a parking lot. Bitch cuts him off, honks at him, he fucking spits the dummy, chases her down the highway, and that kicks off a series of petty beef, which just escalates, 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 and comes to a very thrilling and satisfying conclusion. I loved it. Yeah, I'll have to get it's around not great it. Enough. Ten, 10, 25 minute episodes or so, I think.
1: Ah, oh, nice yeah. and digesting. I that.
2: can't see there being a season two. It just wraps up too neatly. So I think it's. It's as close to perfect as I've seen on Netflix in a while. Sands Dark, but that's a very different genre. Cool. Mm. That's me for the week.
0: All right, shall we wrap it up and go home?
2: Let's
1: do it.
0: Cool. All right, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. You can check out the content on wwwwell have a great week. Have a great week. Thank and you. thank you to everybody. Let us know what you think of Dead Island 2 if you play it. Um, Yeah.
2: Have a good one. Even better. Who's wrong? Right yeah. smile? A smile a good films? Mm. Average is it bad? I'm very insecure in my opinion right now. Validate me, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let us know. See you. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.